Next on BYU Sports Nation, what makes you most optimistic about BYU football heading into the offseason? Is it the quarterback position? Speaking of Mr. 18 for 18, Zach Wilson joins us to discuss his season and what it's like him about his future. And which former Cougar has the best chance of getting a Super Bowl ring and yet another example of why Cosmo is the best? Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, live from Studio B, your hosts, Jason Shepard and Brian Logan. BYU Sports Nation is live, everybody. It's your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Today is Thursday, December 27th. Great to have you with us. Hopefully your Christmas was a good one. My name is Jason Shepard, teamed up, speaking of Christmas, with a man who returned and exchanged every gift he received, Brian Logan. That is kind of true and kind of <laughs> false. First of all, I didn't get any gifts. Uh, didn't get a single gift? I, nope, I didn't get a single gift. Sorry. Oh, wow. I, I feel like I should get you something. Ah, man, just just pray for me. That's all I have. <laughs> that's, that's more important. Not than one than, gift? Not, I got, nope. Not you on the gift. naughty list or something? No, no. I, I just, I didn't have a girlfriend this year, so... <laughs> Once you get to a certain age, you know, you just, you don't really get gifts anymore. And I feel like it's usually through your significant other or loved one. Sure, absolutely. And the fact that I don't have one this year is, you know, probably the reason why I didn't get one. But to the truth of your of your statement as far as returns, I did return some of my kids' gifts. <laughs> <laughs> so, see, you, well, here's the thing. This is what's always great about the, like, the day or days following Christmas. It's like, I love the gifts you gave me, but not enough to keep them. Right, right. right. Well, well is, is it, is it, is it that it's probably more sad that I returned the gifts that I bought them. <laughs> yeah, like you bought it I for bought them. them. I just wanted just to. Just you like changed your mind. I, no, I'm just, well, it's just like, I don't want you to not have anything. And it's Christmas. Yeah, you guys are kids, but you really don't need this stuff. Yeah. You really don't need this. So I'm going to take it back. They're, dude, after they open it up, after like three hours, they forgot about yeah. half of them, man. So, but besides not getting a gift, though, good Christmas overall. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I I, I I woke up, so there we go. <laughs> what about alive. you, man? What'd you, what was your what's the best gift you got? Um, oh boy, um, I got some uh, some some AirPods. Not welcome. Yes, hey. finally, finally. Hey, yes. welcome, sir. Yeah, welcome. Uh, used them at the gym yesterday. Love them. I'm a little bit behind. I know a lot of people have them. I oh, got them. Nah. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah. It's a it's life changer. Right? I love it. Jaren, we talked, I talked to Jaren yeah. about this a couple weeks ago, and same thing. He was yeah. like, oh, dude. And Jaren's lost one of his, by the way. He only has, that's like, un- the one for his right ear. That's unfortunate. Oh, that is. makes sense. I thought he was trying to talk to me. I thought he was being nice. <laughs> no. Makes sense. All right, coming up on today's show, you're not going to want to miss this. Zach Wilson, he joined us earlier today. You're going to hear that interview coming up in about 15 minutes. We'll obviously recap the 2018 season and look ahead to the offseason. We'll also play Big Deal, No Deal. That's coming in 40 minutes. We now present today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Men's Hoops travels to Starkville, Mississippi to play Mississippi State on Saturday. Pre-game coverage will begin at 11 a.m. Eastern time on BYU Radio. Jimmer Fredette and the Shanghai Sharks lost to the Zhejiang. Well done. Lions today, 127 to 119. Jimmer scored 48 points, grabbed 10 rebounds, and dished out four assists in the loss. And BYU men's and women's swim and dive begin their training camp today. The team's next matchup is against Grand Canyon University coming up on January 12th at the Richards Building. All rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. 
You know, it's one of those things where as soon as one season is done, you think, oh, you kind of want a little bit of a break. But then you realize you don't. You want to jump right back into it. So in case you were wondering, we've got a little over two months before BYU football will take the field for spring practices. The good news is that the way the bowl game played out, fans have been really excited and optimistic about the future. So, Brian, I'm going to ask you, what makes you optimistic about BYU football heading into the offseason? Zach Wilson. Back to you. You know what? <laughs> no, I, have a feeling, I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of that today. Look, look, Zach man. Wilson, I'm out. Look, look yeah. man. I mean, obviously, you know, you look at BYU and, and the history of just a quarterback school, um, and, and you look at Taysom coming and, and even Riley Nelson, right, in the past, and, and you had these dual-threat type of quarterbacks. And, and, and you know, Tanner can, can sling the rock, but as far as the efficiency um, goes and, and just that overall confidence, I think that's what Zach – gives us and even as as fans and analysts that gets you you know really excited um but i but i would say to to be more more i would say specific and going into details um it's really progression man progression progress you know being able to see you know where where a team or individual starts and then where they they finish and I, i think zach uh, from when he started to obviously where he finished because yep. he was pretty, he, he finished perfect. 18 for he 18. Finished it's still perfect. crazy to even think about it. It, it, it is, man. And and I, I just I just think when you look at the, his progression, and you can go into the big things overall, like, um, you know, him being perfect, you know, 18 for 18, or just the fact of making decisions and quicker reads, getting the ball out faster, um, not taking as many sacks like Boise State, for yep. an example. Um, o- overall, man, but then... The biggest thing right here, Jason, what, what gives me butterflies, really, it makes me want to sit on rainbows and clouds filled of cotton candy. The fact that he energizes the entire team, the entire team, man, offensively and defensively, people are saying, you know what, I'm going to go and ride for this guy. Um, I know we have somebody that is a winner. He is a leader. And I'm going to do what I got to do uh, if that's staying extra to watch film you know, working uh, hard at school, uh, lifting more weights, whatever the case is, because I know that I have somebody that can take us to where we want to go. And, and, and to me, that just he just reminds me of, of, of Max Hall, man. Barely had any interaction with him during practice or even outside of, of the field. But it's like I, got, I have a winner in my corner. And the same thing I felt with, with Dennis Pitta, Harvey, all those guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I got, I've got a couple, but it starts for me with Zach Wilson. His play this year was phenomenal. He played nine games, started seven. Just These are some of his numbers. Passing yards, 1,578. A 66% completion percentage. He had 12 TDs to only three interceptions. Not to mention his ability to run the football with two touchdowns. Which brings us, by the way, to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Last season, BYU quarterbacks combined for 13 touchdowns through the air and on the ground. This season, Zach Wilson had 14 through nine games. (laughs) That's 12 passing touchdowns and two on the ground. Oh, man. His ability to run the offense. And again, that was the, the offense changed a little bit. It it went more towards his specific skill set. His ability to run that offense and look comfortable, not just for him personally, but to get other guys involved, was phenomenal. There's no discrimination on his part. Everybody everybody was involved. Everybody got to eat. 
Everybody that showed up for dinner yes. got to eat. Well, and besides that, due to injuries, he was throwing the ball to a lot of different people. He was handing the ball off to a lot of different people yeah. because of some inconsistencies due to injury. You know, his the personnel around him was fluctuating all the time. So first and foremost, Zach Wilson, he was fantastic. Also, I want to I give a shout-out. Something else that makes me optimistic is Jeff Grimes. Having yeah. Jeff Grimes with a healthy group and this version of the offense, that makes me very optimistic. Yeah, that's a good point, man. That's a really, really, really good point. I always say that coaches, and I just this reminded me of Bronco, where good coaches and great coaches um, can adjust their schemes yep. um, based off of the personnel or when certain situations arise, as we all know in sports, you know, injuries are going to occur. So if you can – you know, overcome, you know, those obstacles and still have success. Yep. That's a that's you that's a sign of a really good coach, man. Yeah, the other other thing that makes me optimistic, and this is actually on the other side of the football, the linebackers. Look mm. at the guys you lose from linebackers. You lose Sione, Taki Taki, you lose Butch Pau, yep. you you lose some you, you use Pulsifer, you lose yep. some of your depth as well as your starters. But what makes me optimistic is Zane Anderson is gonna come back. Zane. The Zane train will be back in 2019. Plus, how about this? We saw how good Isaiah Kafusi became as the season progressed. Unbelievable, yeah. The fact that he became such a playmaker to be able to have him back, that makes me optimistic on the defense. That's the next Kyle Van Noy, man. I'm saying it right now. It's the next Kyle Van Noy. Isaiah? Next, that's the next. That's, that's high the, praise. That's I like the next it, one. Remember when everybody laughed at me when I said Taysom Hill was the greatest, the best player in the universe? Remember that? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is he now? Wait, they're not laughing at you? What is he now? What is he now? What is he he is now? pretty good. Yeah. He is pretty good. He's really, really good. So with, with, with all that being said and the optimism, Jason, um, obviously, like you said, it's focused on Zach Wilson. Um, what did we learn about Zach this year? There were a couple of things that I learned about Zach. Number one, the guy is a leader. Yeah. From, from the get-go, he was somebody that was a leader on this team. And it's not unheard of. For a freshman to be a leader, but it, it's certainly not the norm. He has the respect of his teammates and has proven to them that he's going to put in the work. And you know as a former yeah. player, that's what it's all about. Yep. You can say the right things, but if you're not doing the right things, people see through that. Not only is he saying the right things, but he's putting in the work. That's where the respect from the teammates come in. And, 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 the, and the results, man. Yes, absolutely. Because, because there, there's, there's a lot of guys that put in the work. And I would say, you know, like, like walk-ons, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they, these are 4.3, you know, GPA students. Yes, 4.3 at Brigham. <laughs> it's possible. I didn't think so, but it does, it does happen. And they work their butts off. They're, they're in, you know, first in the weight room, last to leave, helping with film, all the above, the, the, the golden child, right, the poster boys of BYU. Um, and, 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 but, but the results just aren't there. Yeah. And so that, but that doesn't remove the respect from the player, right? As, as a starter, you go, man, I love you, I appreciate you, and I respect the heck out of you. Whatever you need from me, boom, I'm right there. But when you add the results, yeah. then it does something to you as a player that's on the field with that guy in regards to wanting to – um, you know, raise the level of of your play, but also to really, you know, submit, be humble, and follow that person and listen to their every word. Well, see, and, and besides the fact that he was a leader, and I've mentioned this about Zach quite a few times on this show, the moments aren't too big for him. 
Yes, there was the final play at Boise State. But time and time again, he's shown that regardless of the opponent, regardless of the circumstances, he isn't rattled. He wasn't rattled in his first start. He wasn't rattled in his first game at (laughs) Utah where he grew up going to games. He wasn't rattled in his – certainly wasn't rattled in the bowl game going 18 for 18. The moments aren't too big for him. And the other thing I learned about him – the BY offense is in good hands with him at quarterback. He has the skill set to make this offense go through the air or on the ground. The BYU offense is in good hands with Zach Wilson at quarterback. I, I agree with you, man. I, I would say to, to me what I've learned, the biggest thing is that he elevates everybody's play around him. Um, and, and I think going back to what we just said you know, just earlier uh, in regards to injuries and multiple receivers that he threw the ball to, multiple you know running backs that he handed the ball off to, everybody, everybody on that field, on the offensive side of the ball, um, you know, seemed to be better. And you could say that you know that, that it's because of the flow. It, maybe maybe you can't say that it's Zach Wilson per se specifically. However, with Zach Wilson as the quarterback and having that command of the offense, that does affect. The chemistry, it affects the flow, right? That's how how many times do we, have we said as fans and analysts, man, the offense just there's no flow, there's yeah. no rhythm. Yeah. Right? There's just no rhythm. And you see that with 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 Zach. And and I would say that's the biggest thing that I've learned is because because again, you know, I like 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 with Taysom, and I'm not saying it's nothing negative against Taysom at all. I'm, it is which is it is what it is. You know, h- how often do you see, you know, two or three or four other guys uh, level of play rise because right. of Taysom. Not so much, right? And but Taysom is probably a better athlete than Zach. But so, but but those are the intangibles that you can't measure, man. Right there is being able to, you know, lift the entire play of you know of, of the entire offense and, and specific individuals. To quote jo- uh, Josh Groban, he raises everyone up. Hey, I don't know who that is, but you don't Josh, know who Josh Groban is. Josh, that's beautiful, man. Nope. Oh my goodness. You know who else raises everybody up? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Well said. <laughs> week 17 of the NFL is this weekend. That means that it's the final weekend before the NFL playoffs get underway. And there are several former Cougars who are playing on teams that have legitimate Super Bowl hopes. Taysom Hill, who we've mentioned, obviously, quite a few times today, and the New Orleans Saints, Daniel Sorensen and my Kansas City Chiefs, Kyle Van Oy and the New England Patriots, as well as Michael Davis and the Los Angeles Chargers. So, Brian, which former Cougar do you think has the best shot of winning the Super Bowl this year? Look, season? man, I just got done talking about this, this, this kid. Um, and how everybody was making fun of me. When you have the best player in the entire universe, universe, man, the entire universe. That's big. It's a big space. You can't. You can't. It's a huge space. You know. You and and Tony, Tony, Tony Stark. Hold on. We're we're searching for you. We'll, 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 somebody will get you, man. Somebody but will find you. Somebody around will find April. you, Tony. Around April, you'll get. You'll, 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 you'll get found it. You'll get found it. But I'm just saying, man. You you just I can't I can't go against Taysom. I, it's hard because of. Belichick and um, and obviously love Kyle um, and Brady the goat, but you but the Saints just have it right now. Like what Zach Wilson has that that, that it that that we and you can't really put it, your finger on. That's what the entire team has for the Saints. So I I, I got to go for the Saints. Man. Look, as a Chiefs fan, you know I want to say Kansas City with all my heart. And with all of my rooting interest, I hope they can do it. Do it, man. We have the best offense in football, the MVP. I said it in Patrick Mahomes. I agree with you. But the defense is a completely different story. Our defense is, how do you say, bad. Boo-boo Johnson. Uh, Real bad. Doo-doo Stevens. Uh, (laughs) Because of that, right now, I think the best chance 
for a former Cougar is Taysom Hill and the Saints. They have the best chance of getting and winning a Super Bowl. New Orleans has home field throughout the NFC playoffs. They have a future Hall of Fame quarterback in Drew Brees who's playing phenomenal at his age. And their defense has been playing well. They have all facets of their game playing well right now. So as a Chiefs fan, I am certainly hoping that's the answer, that the way way it plays out, that they finally win a Super Bowl. But right now, I think you have to say it's Taysom and the Saints. Got to, man. You got to. The home field advantage to me is, is, is the most important thing um, as well when it comes to Drew Brees. And, and you understand how, how much of his game is elevated when he is playing at home. And just the fans, man, and the, just the community. That, that, th- those, the atmosphere that, at the, the Superdome at, is unbelievable. The atmosphere is, is crazy. I, I remember, you know, we played there. We played against Tulane. And um, there was like, you know, three and a half people there you know uh tons of byu fans sure. which i love how we travel but man it, this that, that area that atmosphere man it's 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 nice dude it's hard to play you know in that atmosphere and win our question of the day what makes you optimistic about byu football heading into the offseason time to hear from you let's get to voice of the nation this is the voice of the nation on byu sports nation our first response coming from the Twitter at uh, Colonel underscore James 83. One word, Zach. Mm. 245. Hashtag always beat Utah. There you, <laughs> there you go, man. Hey, it starts right now, right? Hey, the next game is, is BYU versus Utah. That's hard, man. In Provo. I can't, I can't wear red for forever. But why would you want to? I mean, I, I don't, but it's 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 a red fast. I call it a red fast. Like, no red Starburst, no red Kool-Aid. Oh, everything. Yeah, everything. Like a complete elimination of red anything. Dude, I didn't even drive that week because I, I, I didn't want to stop at a red light. I just I just Ubered everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. It's hard. That's the hard part. It is man. hard. Also on Twitter, at CMA underscore Dave. Too deep returning in a lot of position. 245 days to get bigger, faster, and stronger, and for the offense to work on timing routes to become a pass-first offense. By the way, I love the fact that we've got two references to a countdown. I very much want to get to a countdown. I just don't think we have the countdown open produced yet. Wait, we could do it. Let's, let's do you and I. 245? Yeah, let's do it. Let's, uh, let's, on the count of three. Okay. Uh, so, All right. one, two, one. three, and then we'll go 245. Okay. Got okay. It. okay. One, two, three. 245! Woo! Yes, that's what I'm talking there about. There you go. That's, that's a real, right. On the spot. Yeah, Check you, it out, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> coming up, the college football playoff is on Saturday. Is this a big deal or no deal? We will tell you coming up. Hey, and we've been talking a lot about Zach Wilson. How about we talk to Zach Wilson coming off a perfect bowl game performance? He will join us next. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. BYU basketball wraps up non-conference play on Saturday at Mississippi State. Listen to the game on BYU Radio at noon Eastern time, and the pregame coverage begins at 11 a.m. Eastern. That's right. uh, Mountain time. I'm going to be starting pregame at 9 a.m. on Saturday morning. Nice, man. It'd be nice to start the day with a little hoops. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. I'll come join you. There we go. You won't. I'm not doing nothing with my life. won't do that at all. There's no chance you're going to join me at 9 (laughs) a.m. Live from Studio B, it's your day-to-day BYU Sports play-by-play. My name is Jason Shepard alongside Brian Logan, who, by the way, apparently doesn't know who Josh Groban is, which is kind of weird. Listen to BYU Sports Nation on demand by downloading the BYU Sports Nation podcast, or you can watch the show by going to BYUSN.com and experience BYU Sports Nation whenever you want.
You know what we have the opportunity to do right now? Yes. We have an opportunity to do the countdown twice. I found out in the break, we do have the countdown open. So with that in mind, hit it. The countdown to the youths. That's what I'm talking about. I like that, man. When Spencer and Jeremy are gone, we do the countdown twice. We do what we, 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 we want to do, man. This is, we should, this is our show. It's, it's, it should be like the, the B and J show. B and J show. Okay. Take that, Har and Lar. <laughs> You've really been out of shape about the Har and Lar. I'm bitter, man. That's fine. Lauren was my homie. That's all right. Our question of the day, what makes you optimistic about BYU football heading into the offseason. On Facebook from Richard, without question, it has to be Zach Wilson. With Zach behind an experienced offensive line, the offense should be dynamic, throwing to Pau and Bushman and Riley Burt to run. Good offense. You can join us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Always use the hashtag BYUSN. Speaking of Zach Wilson, we actually talked with the BYU quarterback right before the show today. Here is Mr. 18 for 18, Zach Wilson. Joining us now on the Deseret First Credit Union hotline, Zach Wilson, the quarterback of the BYU Cougars. Zach, thanks for joining us today. We appreciate it. Yeah, no, thanks for having me on. So uh, how was your Christmas? What does, what does Zach Wilson get for Christmas? Uh, some clothes. Your Apple Watch. I broke my old Apple Watch, so uh, you know, asked for a new one. Kind of uh, something I used a lot in the off season, so I figured I might as well get another one. Nice. But besides that, I mean, just hanging out with the family is, is really all I can ask for. Do you think that you got more presents or better presents based off of your performance? <laughs> <laughs> no, I wish. I mean, it, I wish it worked out like that. By the way, congratulations on the bowl win. Obviously, the 18-for-18 18 18 performance, everybody's talking about that, and then the MVP award. Can you take us through what it's like to be in the middle of a performance like that? No, I think it's really, uh, you know, such a crazy feeling. I don't know if I've ever been, you know, perfect in a game of, of intensity completion. Uh, you know, it's, it's a cool feeling just because, you know, I had no idea – during the game that that was the case. I mean, I think that was the reason that I was able to keep making making completions was, was just the fact that I had no idea. I mean, if someone would have told me early in the game, would it end up choking and throwing the ball at the ground, <laughs> knowing it was, uh, you know, a tight, a tight situation. But, uh, you know, it was, it was cool to see that after the game. So, Zach, Zach prior to this game and, and maybe even you could go back to high school, heck, we can even say peewees, do you think you had a game where you were as efficient as the bowl game? I haven't. No, I don't think so. How would you sum up this year for you? A two-part question. How would you sum it up for you, and then how would you sum it up for this team? No, I would say especially like these last couple days, these last couple games, uh, we really started to, to find ourselves and what we were capable of. And I feel like personally, for me too, as a player, like I found what what I'm getting comfortable at and what I'm getting good at, and I'm starting to try. Um, I guess higher level things, you know, in, in parts of games, just because I'm, I'm learning more as, as every game goes on. And, um, you know, I'd say that my progression in like the last seven games that I played was, was huge. I mean, I learned so much and I think going into this off season, it's kind of like a, it's a huge confidence builder along with being able to do more things that a typical you know, freshman or even going into my sophomore year wouldn't normally be able to do just because I can practice those things because I know what that experience is like. 
and I can just keep building off of it. What are, what are some of the things that you feel most comfortable in doing, maybe even wanting to do? Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just the flow of the game, like being able to come out and, and see certain things, like knowing exactly what defensive coverage are giving you, even, the, even if they're disguising something or being able to make a check or going on two cadence or being able to get someone out of their disguise or being able to, you know, quick little hot route, knowing who's blitzing, those kind of things, and, and then building this off the beginning you know, more audibles or, or more chances to be able to check out of something when, when the look's not there or um, even making harder throws. Like, I've been throwing some back shoulder throws my, my last couple games or um, a corner post for a touchdown to Dylan Colley where I had to look off the seat down the middle in order, in order to hold the read. When it's like when you first start playing, you don't have the feel for those kind of things. But the more comfortable you are, you can start looking guys off. You can start um, adding more into your games and make it just that much better. BYU quarterback Zach Wilson joining us here on BYU Sports Nation. He's on the Desert First Credit Union hotline. Zach, what do you think was the biggest lesson you learned this year? The biggest lesson I learned, shoot, I would probably just say uh, just just the patience of, of what it takes to become a good quarterback. I mean, I've seen so many people fall off and, especially when they have success at a young age or, or whatever it is. And, I mean, the biggest lesson I've learned is probably that, that this is just the start. Like, you have, to, you have to put in work and you have to keep going from what you've established here. If, you know, if I stop here, we're definitely not going to get anywhere. And I think the biggest thing I've learned is that this team can be something super, super special in the future. And, uh, you know, I'm excited for this offseason and what we have, have coming for us just this next year. You know, Zach, one of the things that really impressed me about you, and, and certainly it, it's not crazy to think that a freshman could be a leader like, like you were, but throughout the season, it just impressed me how much of a leader you had become and how much respect you had earned from your teammates. What did that mean to you throughout the year to be able to, to first of all, be considered one of the leaders, but also to earn your teammates' respect? Yeah, that's a huge aspect I want to draw from the team and I think I think that's a huge aspect that you need in order to be successful as a team I know um, it's tough sometimes as a younger guy to be able to get on someone or or kind of speak up and, and talk about a certain situation but I, you know I kind of found that as a team you have to have those good communication skills where you know I have to make sure I reach out to my receivers and my line and you know uh, tell them hey a certain route we got to be doing this like this is what I'm going to be looking for and you know for example, when Dylan Colley ran that corner out, I mean, everything was perfect because you could tell we'd, we'd had that communication and, and things had worked out that he knew when the guy wasn't hands-on and impressed that he was going to flatten his corner out often because Colley converted to a slant return route that I knew the corner was going to get held. So it was like it, was like it, it all came into play on one play just because we, you know, we had that communication and, and we worked on that kind of thing in practice. And you know, I think that's just a huge aspect of what we had going on. My advice that I give you, man, as, as a former player, is is as a leader, a natural born leader, like we believe you are, you know, continue to to speak up um, and and don't feel afraid. You know, you, you actually go against your your natural nature when you are timid, and, and even more so, you have the biggest excuse of being the quarterback, right? You, the team, yeah. no matter what, the fans, the community, we have to listen to you. So. You know, you, you definitely have the opportunity to, to lead these guys and, and motivate them like you did. 
Um, I would say, yeah. you know, my, my question for you as a former player is, what are, you, what are your, your top three things that you want to do uh, or, or focus on, get better on, heading into uh, this offseason? I think I want to just get more comfortable with uh, – I mean, we're going to be adding things, I think, this, this spring and fall, just what we want to do as an offense to another level, to another extent. I mean, we kind of threw in this new no-huddle offense towards the end of the year, and we really haven't perfected anything crazy. So this offseason, I just want to get better at – becoming quicker with my read, like knowing exactly on a play, like, okay, they're in this coverage. This read isn't going to be there. Don't dwell on it long, kind of get off of it quick, and, and where's my check down going to be? Um, where am I safe to just dump the ball off? Like, when is someone blitzing? When will I not have a check down to take off and run? And, and then just being safer with things. I would say my top three, uh, just getting more comfortable with the offense, um, getting better with just knowing coverages as well, just all the different coverages that come with being in college football. And then another one, you know, just just improving my my game. Uh, I want to put on like 15 pounds, hopefully, nice. play at like 215, and, and everyone loses about five pounds or whatever it is during the year, and um, and hopefully just be able to become a better passer. I mean, become more accurate and more fluid as a passer this offseason. So Zach, last thing before we let you go, and we appreciate your time. What what do the next few weeks, you know, six to eight weeks, look like for you and the guys as you ramp up to spring ball? Yeah, I mean, we already started talking about, you know, how we're going to get our, our throwing in and our workout schedules in. And, and you know, I know that I always want to come in and lift extra and, and go in and make sure we throw after. And we just work on this route here and this route there. And, you know, it'll all build up. So I know we already have throwing stuff going on this week, which is, you know, crazy to think about. But uh, yeah, I know guys are excited. It's pretty much going to be working out and grinding till spring ball. Zach, great stuff as always. Fantastic performance in the bowl game. It was fun to watch it all season long. I know I speak for uh, for all of BYU Sports Nation when I say we're really excited to see what happens in year two for you. Thanks for the time. And you know what? We'll even give you some BYU Sports Nation karma as you head into the offseason. How about that? Where's the Appreciate music it. at? We're supposed to have the music. Where's there, the music there we at? go. Thanks, Zach. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. All right, that was Zach Wilson on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. I had totally forgot you like to hold hands when the karma is bestowed upon others. Yeah, man, that's the only... That's, that's, it's true. That's no, right. it's fine. No, it's, it's great. Yeah, it's... it's, 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 it's yeah, I mean, you, you know. It's no problem at all. Yeah, no, don't, don't judge me. Just, There's no judging. Just, There's no judging at all. Just pray for me. That's all. <laughs> Coming up, more of your responses to our question of the day. And we'll recap our BYU Sports Nation headlines. Plus, we'll give you our thoughts on our chat with Zach Wilson. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation right now with Kiki Solano is your place for Cougar sports with a social media twist. In the latest episode, it's the best moments of 2018 in BYU sports. Watch it on BYU Sports Nation, Facebook, IGTV, Twitter, and YouTube accounts. Yeah, let's keep it rolling on BYU Sports Nation. We now present today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Men's basketball traveling to Starkville, Mississippi to play, depending on who you follow, either number 17 or number 19, Mississippi State on Saturday. Pre-game coverage, I'll have that for you, 11 a.m. Eastern time on BYU Radio. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant will have the tip-off at noon Eastern. And I will be in the room with Jason. Let's, let's go ahead and say it's 17. That just sounds better. If, you know, just give him the benefit of the doubt. Well, if we get the win, it sounds better. So, yeah, yeah. So we beat 17 versus 19. I like 19, it. I right? like the way you're okay. thinking. All right. Let's do it. Jimmer Fredette and the Shanghai Sharks lost to the Jijong Lions today, 127 to 119. But your boy Jimmer Fredette 
balled out, scored 48 points, grabbed 10 rebounds, and dished out four assists. When you ball out like that, the loss doesn't matter. <laughs> well, it kind of matters. I'm sure I'm sure he would take the win. Nope. That's the way Jimmer is. Nope. Jimmer um, wants the dub look, take, more take, than the look, stats. Look, check it out, check it out, check it out. On paper, he's going to say that. On paper, he's going to say that. Okay. And his, and his heart of hearts... Yeah. Now, if he was in the NBA, of course, man. Yeah. Yeah. I want the, you I want, the dub. I want the W in the NBA, definitely. Over. If you're in the NBA, you want both. You want the W and the 48 points. Maybe. <laughs> BYU, BYU men's and women's swim and dive begin their training camp today. The team's next matchup will be on January 12th at the Richards Building against Grand Canyon University. All right. So we had uh, Zach Wilson on the program. Uh, you heard it in our last segment. And we appreciate him taking a few minutes. Obviously, we, we asked him about Christmas, had a good Christmas. And mm-hmm. <laughs> you, asked, you, asked a, you asked a funny question about whether or not his, his, uh, his presence were, were a little bit greater because of his performance in the yeah. ball game. I, that's how I was raised, man. <laughs> you know, I, I performance equals better I, gifts. Okay, I wouldn't say specific to, to like bowl games or whatnot, but I remember I would get $40, $40 for every touch. This is Pee Wee's, like for every touchdown that I'd get. Uh, Your parents would, yeah, my mom, yeah, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. But she she did with everything though. So like, if I got an A in in, in a class, I'd get like a hundred dollars. If I got a B, I'd get like fifty. So I mean, it's just it's just incentives. That's quite you, the you drop know? from an A to a B. Exactly, exactly, man, exactly. And for you know anything for a C? <laughs> what? Heck no. I I might get beat. That maybe. made that probably helped you get better grades. <laughs> Hey, it, it did, man. It definitely did. I graduated junior college with a 3.6. That's what I'm talking about. Um, so be- I don't know about Brigham, though. Be- besides what Zach got for Christmas, what else did, what, what else did you take away from that interview? Let, let me just say the one thing. I took away many things. One thing I'll mention, though, right now, he's, he's not satisfied. You, you heard him say, yeah. this is just the start, not just for him, but for this team. I love the fact that after that type of performance – he is he is hungry to be even better. That bodes extremely well for this BYU offense. Yeah, that, that's to me, man. That's that's a sign of greatness. You know, what I mean, when, when you look at yeah, I, I remember Drew Brees a couple of of games ago, almost played perfect offense, right? And I think they didn't score on one drive, and he was like, "Oh man, we gotta do this, and we should do this." And it's like, whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on, wait a minute, you almost played perfect. And scored a, a zillion points. Like, what are you talking about? And, and but that's why they're in that position that they're in now. And anytime a quarterback or somebody of leadership um, and and somebody that can make a huge impact in a, in a game or on a team um, has that type of mentality, that's a beautiful thing, man. I'm almost getting goosebumps if it, if it wasn't so hot in here. <laughs> but I would say to me, man, um, it's it's, it's got to be that this kid knows football. Um, I was surprised at, you know, his responses uh, of, of how, um, you know, the X's and O's and how he did respond, right? Um, and, and even certain questions that we asked, you didn't even think him to, to go into the X and O's category, and, and he did. And that lets you know that he loves the game football because he, he can bring anything and everything yep. back to it. But then he's a student of the game, man. And that's what you want as a quarterback. And I hate to, to, to keep doing this and keep saying it, but it just reminds me of Max. You know, um, I, I remember, you know, in practice and, and in fall camp, Max and, and Scott, Scott Johnson, who was a safety, going back and forth, you know, audible in, audible in until it was half a second left on the play clock. And, and by that time, they did so much. I didn't even know what defense we were running yeah. no more. Like, what, what, you know what I mean? But to have somebody, you know, with, with uh, the leadership, one, uh, two, the X's and O's, right, and that mindset. But three, like you said, that to, to be hungry, 
That's a good thing, man. He can only stop himself. He can only Zach. You can only hurt yourself, man. Well, and the fact that he's not satisfied, that means the guy's going to continue to put in the work, and that's putting in the work, going out over the next little bit, and, and throwing with teammates. You know, working on his his arm, working with with teammates that will be playing a, a role in the offense next year, making sure that they're all on the same page. That's watching more film. Like I've heard stories about Zach that he he is a watching film junkie. Like, this is what he loves to do to the point where they almost have to send him home. Like, <laughs> like, like take a break. Like, yeah, right. like, and that's a great problem to have when you've got a guy, especially that young, to be in those types of habits already. Sometimes guys have to come in and you learn that yeah. as you go through your career. But to be able to come in with that type of work ethic is fantastic, it, it and that is. bodes well for him, and it bodes well for the program. You, you know, something that you – the key word that you said, really, habits, um, that's, that's, a, that's a great thing. But, you know, as, as far as him being a film junkie, um, and I, I believe that's why he had the success that he had, and we saw the, 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 the progress over the last um, couple weeks, is because of that. Let, let me tell people right now what separates anybody at this level and even the next level is film Film. Everybody's big. Everybody's fast. Everybody's strong, right? But not everybody has it up here. The ones that have it up here separate themselves. So it doesn't surprise me when you see the progress and you say he's a film junkie. That's what accelerated, you know, his ability and his success over the last seven weeks versus waiting two, three years to develop him like an average, I would say, you know, D1 quarterback. Well, and to think about it, this time a year ago, he wasn't even in the program. Right, that's true. And now he's the future quarterback for this there, BYU there you team. Go. It's great. Our question of the day, what makes you optimistic about BYU football heading into the offseason? Let's get to more of the Voice of the Nation. This is the Voice of the Nation on BYU Sports Nation. Brent Robinson on Facebook says, Our quarterback is throwing laser passes. The receivers are doing a better job of catching. And then in parentheses, he says, not dropping. Uh, the offensive line is more experienced. Defense is tougher. Just put it all together for next season. Go Cougars. Uh, on Instagram, uh, this one says, uh, The returning talent has experience and should be very solid. No coaching changes will help as well. That's pretty big, it, no coaching change. Well, and, and also the fact, you know, one of the storylines for this past season was how many freshmen got not just playing time, but significant, significant playing yeah. time. Yeah. That's something that you would think those players going into their sophomore seasons, talk about a confidence level, and, and not just confidence, but having the knowledge of, of not just what the offense is on paper, but what the offense is on the field. Right. Th- well, that, that's, a, that's a big deal. Quality reps, man. Yeah. And, and going back to what you're saying with, with Zach, you know, in the interview that we had, um, him ha- being on the field and have that experience, he's basically saying, okay, now I know the offense. I've had the reps. I'm more comfortable and confident. But now I can put my own little swag on it, my own little flavor on it. And that comes with the quality of reps, right? You can be a junior, but don't have the quality of reps yeah. and the experience. Just because you're a junior on paper means absolutely nothing on the field. Yeah, you can join us. Uh, we'll get to more of your responses coming up. Don't forget, use the hashtag BYUSN. Also coming up, we will tell you who our elite voice of the day is. And was Zach Wilson's bowl game performance a big deal or no deal? That one kind of seems pretty obvious. We'll let you is know it? next. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. 
BYU basketball wraps up non-conference play on Saturday at Mississippi State. You can listen to the game on BYU Radio at noon Eastern with Jason Shepard. I will be in the room, maybe, possibly, hopefully. There's a 0% <laughs> chance he's going to be in the room with me at 9 a.m. for pregame. <laughs> yes, yeah, like Jason said, uh, pregame coverage starts at 11 a.m. Eastern. That's the correct way to say it. 11 a.m. Eastern, Eastern. Nine, not, not everybody's mountain 9 a.m. mountain time, yes. yeah. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. This is our question of the day. What makes you optimistic about BYU football heading into the offseason? Uh, on Twitter, at 86 Wisconsin Coog says, all of the young freshmen and sophomores that played and gained great experience, including a quarterback. This is something we were just talking about. Now if we can just find a way to keep all the guys on the field and avoid the number of season-ending injuries that have plagued this team, the past two years that's certainly something it's somewhat of a catch-22 though if you think about it because you had all these freshmen and sophomores that played because of that one of the reasons they played was because of the injuries and you certainly do not ever want to have to deal with injuries that's just a part of it but you know you you wonder how many of these guys that will be making plays down the road you know we don't see him if if BYU doesn't have some of those injuries along the way that's the that's the key there man and I don't know if this is a stretch but I, I just remember 2010 it was like seven seniors, right? Yeah. And you fast forward um, into all the all the experience that those guys had, and, and season very similar to this. You know, we went seven six, finished finished with a win in the bowl game. Um, 2012, right, was arguably the best defense that BYU's had. You look at the stats and the numbers, top five in every category. So you know, going to what um, 86, you know, what is it, Wisconsin Wisconsin Cougar Coug is saying? You know, the the potential is there. Yep. Sure. You can join the conversation 24-7 on social media. Always use the hashtag BYUSN. It's one of my favorites. It's time to play Big Deal, No Deal. Big Deal, No Deal. Big Deal, No Deal is presented by Delta Airlines. Keep climbing. All right. Uh, the big voice guy is uh, enjoying a few more days of his uh, his Christmas vacation. So we're going to just keep it uh, self-contained here do in it. Studio B. It's uh, our show anyway, man. Yeah. Number one, big deal, no deal, Brian. BYU football's perfect passing in the bowl game. Let's not forget, the quarterbacks were perfect. You had, you had oh, yeah, uh, Zach yeah. that was 18 for 18, and right. you had... Tanner, who was one for one, so 19 for 19. Big deal, no deal. Uh, big deal, man. It's a big deal. And the reason why is because that is now the standard. <laughs> you <laughs> Good job living up to that look, every game. Look, this, look, check this out, man. It can be done, right? And and I remember with Coach Howe, when, he took, when they took over the defense in 2010, he asked us to do this technique as corners. And we were like, that is scientifically, physically impossible. And, and two weeks later, I went out and did it, and then it was a standard. And everybody was like, oh, okay, this could happen now. Yeah. We've seen it, so it could happen. So that's a standard, man. That's why it's a big deal. Plus confidence, too. Yeah, yeah. it's a big deal. Look, it's a, it's a big deal for this reason. Did, they didn't need 18 for 18 or 19 for 19 to win that game. But what the 18 for 18 did was it got on everybody's radar. Everybody was talking about that. That was a headline on Sports Center. That was people were talking about the fact that Zach Wilson was 18 for 18. And I agree with you, big deal for confidence heading into the offseason. All right, number two, big deal, no deal. Losing Sione Takitaki and Corbin Kafusi off of this year's team. Um it's, this is hard to say. This is hard, man. This sounds bad. I'm gonna say no, I'm gonna say no deal. Um well, okay, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it in two parts. I would say Sione is. And I can't do that. That's wrong. I'm gonna say no deal, man. I'm gonna say no deal. And the reason why is because of the younger guys that are coming up. Um, you know, if 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 you didn't have the 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 talent level and the experience that was coming back, 
uh, I would be a little bit. I would say I would say it's a big deal. Who? It's too many unknowns. Right. Right. You got you know so many battles that are going to be occurring in spring ball and yada yada yada, and you don't ever want to go into any position. It happens, but any position. Um, feeling uneasy. I don't. I don't feel that way with with the entire defense. I, I feel like if you take these guys out, um, the defense can still produce and make the plays that they did if, if they if they weren't there. Yeah, I, I'm still going to say it's a big deal simply because you're talking about. First of all, with Corbin, such a unique skill set because of his size on the defensive line. Oh, the field goal blocks. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to say big deal. No, I'm going to say big deal. It's, it's, I understand your point, though, so because you don't want to shortchange the players that are coming right. in next year to replace those guys. It's a big deal because losing that type of talent is always a big deal. But we talk about it every year. And every year, the yeah. following season, somebody steps in. But for right now, losing that type of talent, absolutely, it's a big I'm deal. I'm going to change it for the simple fact of the field goal blocks, man. Okay. All right. Field goal blocks. That's to be number one in the nation. That's huge, man. The, the amount of points and momentum swings, yep. it's a big deal, yeah. Number three, big deal, no deal. The college football playoff is this Saturday. What? It's a huge deal. This is huge. This is the reason why I'm not going to be with you. Um. <laughs> oh, no, at least you're admitting it now. <laughs> well, I just remembered. Now I was like, what excuse can I have? This is my excuse. It's a big deal, man. Yeah, you didn't have to make one up. You actually have a legitimate one. Oh, yeah, well, I, you know, I don't want to lie. Well, it, it is a big deal because this is going to determine the national championship. It would be a bigger deal if there were more teams, and eventually it's going to get to that. But, yeah, it's a big deal because this is what's going to start the national championship. It's, right? al- it's also a big deal because you start getting anxiety of what's going to happen after these next couple of weeks with your life. You start to think about other sports and other people that you could possibly meet with and yeah. relationships that you can, you know, rekindle. Because within these, the season, man, nobody sees me ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one. Number four, big deal, no deal, Brian. Uh, BYU men's basketball has not won a true road game this year. <sighs> That's a big deal, man. It's it's a big deal. I mean, to to accomplish the goals that you want to accomplish, this is any sports team, right? You gotta win on the road. It's you just you just have to. I don't. What what team or what what sports can you, um, you know, say that that or season can you say that was successful without winning on the road? Yeah. I mean, you know, you, things shake up and you don't have control over what other teams do when they play other teams, especially like in conference or whatnot. But what you do have control over is over how you play and your destiny. And if situations come down to where you got to play a, a conference game, you know, away on the road and you just haven't been good and you can control that, psh, that's not a good feeling to have, man. Yeah, it's a big deal. I mean, this is certainly a team from a confidence standpoint. Getting a, a true road win would be a big deal for this team simply because it hasn't happened so far, and they've, they've, they've lost some heartbreaking ways on the road. But, but the other thing is, when you talk about, with this being the final non-conference game on Saturday, you're jumping into a West Coast Conference league that is, that is better from top to bottom. Not saying that it's still not top-heavy, but you're going to have to go on the road against some teams that are better. And if you're going to solidify one of those top two, three spots, you're going to have to win on the road. So, yeah, it's a big deal for this team to be able to get one. Well, I would say, too, I mean, even even the environment, right? I mean, and I don't know specifically of the environment that these the gyms that they go and play in. I do know that they're much smaller. That's a good word, gym. Right? <laughs> I know that they're much smaller and just with, with fan bases and, and things being that close. That could that could raise the level of you know stress, anxiety, whatever the case is. Yeah. Why you know when you're on the road? So yeah, man, definitely. Um, coming up, how did Jimmer play over the holidays? We'll tell you in the next Cougar Whip Round. Plus, our elite voice of the day is revealed. This is BYU Sports Nation.
Big Deal No Deal, presented by Delta Airlines. Keep climbing. Shout out to today's guest, Zach Wilson. If you missed any of today's show, you can download the podcast or you can go to BYUSN.com to view all episodes. You know what we should do now? Hmm. Let's whip it. I like it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Men's basketball. Men's hoops traveling to Starkville, Mississippi to play Mississippi State on Saturday morning. Pre-game coverage begins at 11 a.m. Eastern time on BYU Radio. Jimmer! Jimmer Fredette and the Shanghai Sharks lost to the Jijong Lions today, 127 to 119. Fredette scored 48 points, grabbed 10 rebounds, and dished out four assists in the loss. Swimming and diving. BYU men's and women's swim and dive begin their training camp today. The team's next matchup is against Grand Canyon University on January 12th at the Richards Building. Today's rise and shout is going to go to Cosmo the Cougar for being named Fox Sports Mascot of the Year hey. in college football. How about that? Congratulations to Cosmo, the Congrats. best mascot in college football. That's, that's huge, man. That's, that's right. That, that's huge. Absolutely. That's, that's, they, that, you know, that's big time. Cosmo and the Cougars, that's my number one sports team. Hey, right now. they go viral every time they, they do that's, something. That's right. Question of the day. What makes you optimistic about BYU football heading in the offseason? Let's get to the voice of the nation. This is the Voice of the Nation on BYU Sports Nation. On Instagram, Landon underscore Liston underscore 12, that Zach Wilson was only a freshman. Yes. Mm. Also, at BYU, uh, BYU Scott, all of the freshmen that played and played well this season. That brings us to our Elite Voice of the Day, presented by Sundance Mountain Resort, celebrating 50 years. On Instagram, Seabred uh, Devil Basketball 632. Simply says Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. It's kind of a theme. There, there you go. The conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Use the hashtag BYUSN. And Dennis Pitta, we did have time, man. And I love you, love Dennis. You. I love you, bro. We, this group right here, we love Dennis Pitta. And don't forget, if you missed the interview with Zach Wilson, you can always get it online, uh, BYUSN.com, if you'd like to chime in on social media as well. For Brian... I'm Jason. Shout out to Steve Sarkeesian. We're both back with you tomorrow at noon Eastern. Go Cougars. This is BYU Sports Nation.